What's going on, my people? Welcome back. You're listening to the Sipping Royalty Podcast. I'm your host, Reese, and I am back for some more royalty uh, during this Rona. So we are still living in the apocalypse, the Rona apocalypse. And I don't even know like which week it is like how long we've been doing this I feel like I've always been in isolation now so um (laughs) um I can't remember a time before isolation um before quarantine I mean so yeah (sighs) but I'm happy to be back talking to all of you about the royals the rona my tea uh I'm going to tell you about my tea right this second, though, because it's really good. Uh, And I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to get rid of all the tea that I got because I got like a a huge stash. But anyway, that's not important right now. What is important is that I'm drinking Buddha's blend. It's a white tea with it tastes like it's like citrusy and floral at the same time. It's really good. Has a good amount of caffeine without that nasty coffee taste. So I enjoy that. So in this episode, we're going to see what is happening with the Cambridges. A little segment I like to call Keeping Up with the Cambridges. Um, We're going to talk about Harry and Meghan's letter to the British tabloids the start of the of Megan's case against the publishers of the mail on Sunday and what Harry and Megan have been up to since I last spoke to you so before I get into all of that you should follow me on the socials I'm on Twitter at sipping royalty on Instagram at sipping royalty pod uh And on Tumblr at Sipping Royalty. But I have been like really like not on social media a lot lately because it's just been it's just been better that way. Well, I have been kind of I've been. okay. so uh, nobody cares about this. Well, probably a lot of people care about this, but um, (laughs) I have been super like um, engrossed in BTS and k-pop in general but mostly bts um so i've been spending all of my days watching um bts video uh, music videos dance practice videos uh i was all engrossed in bang bang con which was their uh their online concert um what was it last week at this point i'm telling you there i have no sense of time anymore um what else have I been um reaction videos so yeah I'm all over BTS my bias is V V Kim Young, the love of my life <clears throat> with a close second being Jungkook um and a close third being Suga and a close fourth <laughs> being Jameen um I like I love all of them I can't like but V V V is the love of my life and I want to I want to do I want to, I want to do a lot of nasty things to him so you don't want to hear about all of that <laughs> um but I would do nasty things to all of them 
at the same time, I would just, yeah, I would, yeah. So let's get into this royal stuff before I embarrass myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, let's start with the Cambridges since I don't, I kind of don't care that much about them right now. So what have they been doing? So it was little Prince Louis' birthday on, what was his birthday? On the 23rd, I believe. Um, it's still of April because we're, we're still in April. Like, you don't know that. Do you, you know that, right? We haven't been in, uh, we haven't been in quarantine that long that um, <laughs> you don't know the months. Um, so yeah, Prince Louis <clears throat> celebrated a birthday on the 23rd. I, I'm sorry. I think it was on the 23rd. Um, I can't be bothered to keep up with anybody's birthday but my own. Um, so yeah, sorry. Okay, so <laughs> this is another thing you should know about me. I can't be bothered to keep up with anybody's birthday who that's not my own or someone who was born on the 17th of any month. So if your birthday is on the 17th of any month, then I'll remember it because um, that's just how I work. My birthday is on March 17th. So anybody's birthday that's on the 17th of any other month, um, I will remember you. Just ask my cousins. Um, I have two cousins who were, I have a cousin who was born on August 17th and a cousin who was born on October 17th. And I remember their birthdays every year. I can't remember my mother's birthday, my brother's birthday. And, you know, a lot of people that I love. Uh, but if your birthday is on the 17th, then I will remember you. And it's not, it, it's so bad that my, I believe my mother and my brother's birthdays are on the 15th and the 16th of whatever month they were born in. And I can't remember it. I always get the, I always get them mixed up like every year. I'm in my thirties, you guys, my brother is, <laughs> and so is my brother. And who knows how old my mom is. Um, she's like 50 something, whatever. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know how old she is. Um, but I don't remember like which one I'm like, you know I'm like every year we're get we get close to their birthdays and I'm like maybe it's her birthday on the 15th or the 16th but if it was on the 17th I would know it um <laughs> this is, I'm such a terrible person um but let's get back to the Cambridges see how boring the Cambridges have been that I just can't be bothered to I'm telling you about birthdays um sorry if you can hear my neighbors it's kind of loud um anyway so <clears throat> Um, oh yeah, so Prince Louis' birthday, there are a bunch of cute photos, um, out of him right now, of him playing in paint, he has this rainbow color paint on, on his hands, he's, um, he's an adorable little boy, two years old already, he's already, he's practically an adult, he's gonna be in college in, in another year, um, Prince Charles put out a lovely picture of he and Prince Louis, together um so that was really cute the Cambridges also did a they they did the clap for the NHS thing so them as the the family of five the five the Cambridge five did a uh they stepped outside of their their beautiful Norfolk home to clap for the NHS it's all very cute very cute family photos of the Cambridges, if that's what you're looking for. Um, but I do have some, I, I do have to question the, 
how smart it is, how smart this little campaign is right now. Because not specifically the Cambridges. The Cambridges did nothing wrong. They stepped outside of their house. They they are they're in Norfolk together. Nobody else is near them. So they're staying away from people. They're social distancing the right way. But I was watching the news the other day, <clears throat> the whole clap for the NHS thing, and it was like a ton of people on in London on the bridge just outside no social distancing at all and they're clapping for the NHS and I'm like is that (laughs) like is it the smart thing to do to clap for the NHS where you're all sort of breathing the Rona all over each other or potentially breathing the Rona all over each other (sighs) like you guys come on clap for the NHS inside your house in your window. Everybody get in their window, clap for the NHS, and it'll all be good. You're not helping out if you go out there and get sick yourselves. Come on. Um, now, maybe I was watching archival footage. Hopefully, that was archival footage, and it wasn't. It looked like a freaking parade, though. It looked like the Queen's birthday parade <clears throat> um, for the clap for the NHS, though. And I'm like, oh, no, that's not smart. Like, yeah. There has to be an, a better way to clap for the, for the NHS and not gather in crowds in London all squished together. Ugh. Anyway, so the Cambridges did good things <clears throat> there. I don't know what else they're doing. Um, supposedly, the Queen is very happy with the amount of work they're doing um, <laughs> in quarantine right now. Um, quick guess what they're doing. I haven't been keeping up with them. Like, I, I call this segment Keeping Up With The Cambridges when I haven't been keeping up with them. Um, <clears throat> the only thing I've seen is the clap for the, for the NHS thing, which is a good thing. They've been doing a couple of, um, like, video calls and everything. They've been, you know, they've been doing that. So that's good. I mean, they can't go anywhere. I get it. But they seem to be getting a lot of praise for, you know, holding things together or you know being the shining example of what exactly I don't know but you know they're not hurting anybody right now so oh did you know um I don't know if I talked about this in my last episode I don't even know if I knew this in in the last episode I did but they hired um David oh I forget his name but David the the Sussexes uh, formal social media guy. So if you go to the Cambridge social media right now, it's a lot better than it was. Um, you know, thank David for that, that cute picture of a Prince Louis that you got right now. <clears throat> so, you know, the Sussex people are getting hired up by the Royal family and all the people that I heard talking about, um, who is it? What's her name? Uh, Sarah something. I, I, t- I forget all these people's names now, but Sarah, the, 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 who was handling the, the Cambridges, not the Cambridges, the Sussexes, um, uh, public relations and all that, uh, was hired by Buckingham Palace in a, I think an advisory role. <clears throat> uh, and of course it was like praise to the high heavens. And all the people, all the royal watchers I saw on Twitter last year saying how, you know, she was American. Uh, So that was a bad, it was a bad uh, idea for the Sussexes to hire her. She was too political. She worked for 
um, she worked for Hillary Clinton's last campaign. And so the, the, the Sussexes were getting too uh, political. And all those people are like, were like radio silent about, about uh, Buckingham Palace now hiring her. So whatevs. We all knew those people were hypocrites, but I'm just saying, you guys, come on. They don't even try. They don't even try to, to, to seem impartial. They, they scream about impartiality, but they, they're never impartial. At least I admit it. I admit that I'm not impartial. I hate a bunch of these people. Um, <laughs> but I tell you that, so you always know. Anyway, let's move on from, from the Cambridges, because they don't have a lot going on. Um, so, the letter... The letter that uh, has and Megs sent to the British tabloids. So this was on this was on the twentieth. So this is a, almost a week ago at this point. So we all know that when the Sussexes came out with SussexRoyal.com, they had a whole page up about their new media guidelines. Um, and so basically what was the, the, the gist of the letter was that they would no longer be communicating with the British tabloids. I believe it's the sun, the daily mail. Um, who is it? The sun, the daily mail, um, the evening standard. No, the, Exp the sun, the daily mail, the Express and um, the Mirror. <clears throat> they would no longer be communicating with them. Um, they sent the letter to all four of them, and people got kind of pissed that they sent it on Sussex Royal, um, <laughs> on the, from the Sussex Royal email account. So, um, you know, if you want to ding them for something, I guess you can ding them for that. Uh, and um, so basically everything they said in there was repeat a repeat of what they they wrote on sussexroyal.com and the media section so there was nothing new it was just basically formally telling all four of those publications um that to back the fuck off that they they won't be talking to them um so just making it clear to those organizations i guess um, I didn't really understand why they sent them. Now, I've been reading up uh, over the last few days, and Lainey Gossip actually had something interesting the other day about that letter because she was she thought that letter, and I think everybody, most people that I saw when they first heard about it, thought that this was just the Sussexes being, you know, petty and you know, just a petty move by the Sussexes and they were being called attention whores and all that, you know, it was bad timing. Why did they choose to send this letter now? Uh, or not now, but when they sent it. <clears throat> and so Lainey Gossip uh, had the other day that she spoke to a an attorney who or someone who's studying, studying law in England. And basically they said <clears throat> that it was a legal move. Um, and you can go to link, I'll try to link it in the, um, the story in the notes that, um, so she, um, 
I don't have the story in front of me, but it's um, basically it, it's just a legal thing that they did. They were it, this wasn't just the Sussexes being petty. It was uh, making it clear <clears throat> because of all this legal stuff that was coming up and that has now begun that they they aren't. Um, they aren't communicating with these organizations that they aren't all these stories about Megan's, um, you know, a close friend of the Sussexes uh, giving stories to them that this is not stuff that is approved by the Sussexes, that they aren't playing that that media game that some people like to play where, you know, um, a close friend, quote unquote, close friend um, of whomever it you know is is the source for whichever story that they're writing at a certain point and um <clears throat> because usually though those type of things give whatever whichever you know cd tabloid story more more authentic authenticity or believability when you say you know a close friend because then people can sort of speculate like, okay, maybe this is Harry and Meghan or, you know, who, whichever person leaking this story to, like, which with um, Prince William, you know, a close friend of Prince William says that he's no longer going to <laughs> do whatever to Harry. Like, all those stories about a close friend of Prince William, um, people really believe, you know, and some of those stories may or may not be true, um, it may or may not be Prince William himself himself saying to the Daily Mail whatever he was saying about Prince Harry at the time. And so it gives those stories an air of believability, but what the Sussexes have said with these letters is, that ain't us. You know, you can read all those, those tabloid stories if you want, but it is not us. You know, we're not the sources behind that. It is no, there is no palace source close to us who's giving these stories away. So, um, so, oh, so what was I saying? Uh, I got all lost in my, in my Prince William analogy. Um, <laughs> so, so that, so there was, there's legal, there's a legality to supposedly um, a legality, a legal thing to what they were doing um and sending that letter and making it be known that they're they aren't cooperating with these papers <clears throat> and it's not just pettiness on their part um now i don't know how many people are going to i mean and good on lady gossip for for continuing to look into that um for not just because she I believe in the original story she wrote about it, she she even thought it was pettiness on their part and that it was just, it was basically the equivalent of um, of <laughs> sending a, um, a, you know, hey, remember we broke up, remember I don't want to talk to you type of thing to your ex-boyfriend after, you know, you already broke up. So, um, so good on her for keep for keeping that going and she also said in that story in the the story she wrote about the <clears throat> the legality of it all 
that um, if somebody disagrees, she's going to keep on digging into that. So I don't know, keep on checking back with Lady Gossip to see if there's um, an opposing point of view to uh, why the Sussexes did what they did with the letter. But it doesn't matter whether there's, you know, a legal reason for what they did. The just the thought that everybody had immediately, and I'm talking, you know, Sussex fans, Sussex squad, and, um, you know, people not just royal watchers in general and just gossip watchers in general, I guess, um, thought that this was just, you know, pettiness on their part. And I guess this is just how things are going to be <laughs> from now on. Um, because, and this is, I mean, I guess, I, I'm and I'm sorry, I'm, I haven't uh, taken notes for this, so I'm just, I'm sort of thinking on, on the go here. And there's, <clears throat> um, I'm wondering how Harry and Meghan are going to navigate all of this, because they're no longer engaging with those British, those four specific British tabloids. And so, um, I don't know how this is going to work moving forward because they, there's no, the, the tabloids can continue to write about them. They can continue to, you know, quote, close friends of whomever or, you know, sources. <clears throat> and so I'm guessing this is going to mean that Harry and Meghan are no longer going to be responding to those tabloid stories because they have been responding to, um, and not straightforward, you know, coming out citing, you know, a Daily Mail story or a Sun story, but just the response, the, the responses they have are very obviously a response to a tabloid story, um, a big tabloid story that is happening at the time. So I'm guessing that is no longer going to be the case. And I'm thinking that's probably a good idea. I just, I don't think it's, it's, I, I just, I don't think it's a good idea for them to, to respond to tabloid stories in the way that they have been um, lately. I mean, I get that they want to get in front of certain things, but I just think you'll never be able to outpace the tabloids um, and their response, them responding to certain things just keep stories going. Um, and, you know, a tabloid isn't going there. The Daily Mail isn't going to change their story just because the Sussexes decide to respond to whatever they've written. Um, and so... This is actually, I was about to say, this is the start of the Sussex's new um, media plan, but it already started when they were in England for their final week uh, as working royals. And Megan did the, the private engagement where <clears throat> um, they decided who got invited uh, and Victoria Murphy and Bryony Gordon and um, I forget who else was invited, but so, yeah, we already got a glimpse of that. 
And I know that some people were critical of the the positive stories that were written about by Bryony Gordon and um, Omid Scobie about you know Megan's final engagement and so and this is going to continue to be a thing because you know you already have people screaming about um, uh, freedom of speech and their 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 uh, what are their their freedom of the press? They're they're against freedom of the press now, and they're and it's like you guys, they're private citizens now. If they were public, they're they're public figures, but they're private citizens. And since they're no longer getting um, uh, public funding, they have no obligation to speak to you know to anybody they can sort of they can pick and choose the way that they want now there's also a downside to that because there is a certain group of people or just I mean and not even a certain group I I don't think it's just anti anti Sussex people who are going to think this but I do think that some people are going to look at the way they're choosing to engage with the media and say that they're only looking for you know, positive stories. Um, you know, even though their letter to um, their letter <clears throat> to the tabloid says that they, you know, they believe in free press and they aren't trying to, um, you know, they they don't just want positive stories about them out there. They they believe that the press can. They believe in the freedom of the press, but you know. I don't know. We'll see what happens, who they invite uh, to cover them. And I'm of two, I'm of two minds about this. Now, they're not, the, the, the hand-wringing and the crying about, you know, them being against freedom of the press and all that, it's like, no, they're, I don't, I mean, you can disagree with their decision with the way that they're doing things, but they're not, you know, they're not standing in the way of of a free press because, like I said, they are private citizens. You can't force them to, they can do interviews or um, choose whomever they want to cover them, and you can criticize them for that, Um I believe that you like criticize them all you want if you think that they're uh I'm sorry I'm <laughs> I'm on Tumblr. Um you know, you can criticize them for that if you want. Um I don't I don't think that they're above criticism. I have criticisms of um of I have criticism of the Sussexes and the way they they've chosen to go about some of this. Um, I don't think they've made all the right moves. Um, <clears throat> you know, PR wise, I think they've they've um, they've hurt themselves a lot. Um, 
but I also I want to I want to see how this is going to work first before I make you know any final judgments. Um, I would I really want to see how yeah how this is going to work how they're going to do this um you know and this is not (laughs) i just i can't get over the people that are like censorship it's like no if they were still working royals and they refused to engage with those um those organizations i would say yeah that that's wrong they can't do that but now that they're they're private citizens then they're doing their own thing they can do whatever the freak they want and it'll it'll succeed or fail you know based on how they choose to do things um another thing (laughs) the problem i have with um is people yelling (laughs) about censorship there was uh an editor of British newspapers who was who who wrote an I, I think he, he he wrote an open letter <clears throat> um talking about what Harry and Meghan uh were choosing to do by sending that letter the the letter to the 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 those four organizations those four news organizations quote unquote news organizations um so the censorship thing and, you know, suppressing the press or whatever they were calling it, it's like, no, people, no, we're not doing this. And I really have a big problem with editors and journalists who won't stand up, who choose to just sort of fall in line with those bad organizations. Um, it's like, I get it. You know, you're all on this. You're supposedly all on the same team, but to me, this is looking. I'm American, obviously. Um, <laughs> you can hear my 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 American accent, but um, this is so. It is taking me back to a few years ago when President Obama, oh, my president, uh, called out Fox News as basically being not not a news organization. And then you had um, all of the other news organizations who are supposedly doing good news, you know, the C- the CNNs, the MSNBCs of the world, standing up for, standing up to President Obama because um, this is censorship and, you know, standing up for Fox News. And that shit blew up in their faces because <laughs> not that much later, um, an issue came up with uh president trump was kicking uh journalists out of the um <clears throat> out of uh his white house out of the white house press uh press thing his press conferences um and fox news <laughs> was agreeing with him and it's like look at all you dummies who stood up for fox news who Fox News is not a news organization. It is right-wing propaganda. <clears throat> but you had all of these, uh, you had CNN and MSNBC standing up for them, like caping for them, like seriously caping for them. And then only to look stupid a few years later when President Trump was kicking journalists out. And it's like, that's what I'm looking at these, you know, the editor 
who's calling out Harry and Meghan and all of these other people, all these other journalists <clears throat> and editors who are uh, who are not saying, you know, the Daily Mail is garbage uh, and the Sun is garbage. And, you know, you actually have towns and cities in the UK who have banned the Sun. And it's like, come on. Like, call out these organizations. Like, to, to have supposedly upstanding journalists and good new or news organizations um, standing behind these, these shitty tabloids because of, you know, some solidarity for, uh, against censorship. It's like, come on. You, like, real, like, okay. Like, we'll see what happens. You know, you take that side right now. We'll see what happens. We'll see if you are looking like a dumbass in a couple of years or a couple of months or whenever as well. Um, anyway, let's move on from that letter because I don't have anything else to say about it. I kind of don't care about it. It's like, it's whatever. Everybody's going to have their, has their own opinion. Their minds are made up about this already. So, mm. um, so Harry and Megan have been papped. We have seen them. They have been delivering, um, they have been using their quarantine time to deliver meals to the underprivileged uh, <clears throat> in LA, excuse me, and I forget what the organization is called, but they've been delivering, um, I believe they've been delivering food and necessities to people in need in the LA area, so that's very nice. Uh, they've been papped walking their dogs and um, all that. There's the whole, there's this whole debate about whether <clears throat> there were no pictures of them um, for, I don't know how long they were in LA before there were any pics of them. And now suddenly they have, we have pictures of them delivering their food. The first pictures we got, I believe was, uh, somebody sold security footage to TMZ. Um, so we got security footage of, of Harry and Megan delivering, um, the food, the, the supplies to people. And then, <clears throat> you know, the paparazzi. Now who knows whether, I don't know whether Harry and Megan called, you know, to, 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 to just get good photos of them out there, um, you know, just doing good things, um, during this quarantine time or whether <clears throat> people just, you know, found, we, we found out what they're doing. So there's, you know, I'm guessing there's a general area where this, this, um, uh, this organization delivers uh, supplies to. So it wouldn't be difficult to find them. I don't think we've gotten any more. And we also got pictures of them walking their dogs. Um, so I don't know, make up your own mind. This is not a big deal to me, whether they, whether they uh, call the paparazzi or, uh, you know, just have, it's just a coincidence and, you know, the paparazzi happened to find them. Um, you know, it's whatever. Make up your own mind about it. I don't, it, this is not a big deal to me. This is something that people want to argue about because it's like, do Harry and Meghan want to be private citizens or they want to be celebrities and all that, blah, blah, blah. But, <clears throat> you know, 
it's whatever. It's not a big deal either way to me. But, you know, maybe it is to you. So the big thing that happened this week was Megan's trial, or not not the trial, or preliminary hearing against the mail on Sunday for the publishing of the letter she wrote to her father began on Friday the 24th. So, yeah, uh, I, I didn't pay, like, super close attention because, I don't know, because, these like, real trials are not, um, you know, the Dateline shit I watch or, you know, the, the Law & Order thing, stuff that I watch. That shit is, like, really boring. Um, so if, but if you want like a blow by blow, play by play of everything that happened, go to Byline Investigates because they did a whole live tweet, uh, thread about it and you'll get, you know, you'll get all the interesting details, I guess. Interesting. Um, if you think that stuff is interesting, but basically, uh, and we found out that. Harry and Megan, um, they did a whole remote thing, which is like the most interesting part of this to me. Um, was it like on Zoom or something like that? I don't know how they did it, but um, because Zoom, if you're like over four people, that shit is like, it's useless, but <clears throat> whatever. Um, <laughs> that is not the, the, the big deal. Anyway, so yeah, the preliminary hearing and we'll find out next week, I believe next Friday, um, or next week sometime, I'm not sure uh, which day, that, you know, whether the the trial is going to move forward. Um, There's a whole lot of information out there, though, right now, um, about how the male, how her father lied. I mean, we already knew her father was just lying garbage, uh, but now we have... I don't know, concrete proof that Megan was in contact with her father, that she didn't just abandon him, that she found out. I mean, we. And I feel like this is stuff that, I don't know if you already knew, but I feel like I knew a lot of this stuff already. I knew that Megan found out about her father's um, heart attack. Mm. Insert Wendy Williams uh, gif. <laughs> when I say heart attack but um so I feel like we already knew that she found out from TMZ that her father was uh was in the hospital um I feel like we already knew that she she had contacted him that she had sent him security um I mean all the stuff that she's been accused of not doing that I feel like I already knew that she had done this these things um, because this stuff was written about back then. It's just that her father <clears throat> and her half siblings are doing were doing all of these interviews that were so much louder than those than those stories that were giving out um, you know correct information. And um, so when her father is going on TV talking about he was ghosted or he was abandoned, he hasn't, you know, they weren't concerned about him. Um, and, and it's like 
his story has ch- had changed so many times in all those interviews. He says, you know, something different. I just don't, I just don't, it just, it really pisses me off that he was allowed to continue to, like, it only took a quick Google search, like, just to to see that he was lying. <clears throat> I feel like any, like, a five-year-old could have typed in Thomas Markle, and you would, you, you, you'd get that he was lying about his, his story was, was like false, like right away. So anyway, but I guess it's just easier to hate on Megan because people want to hate Megan. They just need, it's the, it's this really bizarre need that people have for her to be like this really terrible, terrible, horrible person. Um, not that there's any obligation to take care of your, you know, your father, because you, I think I've said that, I've said this on here before, but like, if you want to uh, eliminate a toxic parent from your life, I'm like, do it. Like, wash your hands of those people. Like, if you don't want, like, if your father or your mother or whomever is a piece of crap um, who treats you like trash or makes you feel bad, then I'm not one of those people that are like, you only have one parent, you only have one father, you only have one mother, and you have to, you're obligated to take care of those people. I'm like, no. You have one life to live. You take care of yourself. You take care of yourself and your own mental health. And, you know, if you, if that person can be in your life to be a positive influence in your life, then good. But if they can't, then get rid of them. Um, so I've never been on the side of the, the people who think that, you know, Megan was under some obligation to take care of her father, even though we found out that she had been um, taking care of her father to the tune of, like, thousands of dollars. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, he's garbage. Um, and every indication is that Megan is going to prevail in this case because uh, the law... I believe the law in England is pretty clear about, because her case is not about, um, like a lot of stuff came out, you know, the text messages to her father and just a lot of other things, you know, the male is defending themselves by by citing Megan's um, neat handwriting and how she, she wanted the letter to get out and, um, I know another thing is that Megan has denied giving her friends um, who did that people interview, uh, the five anonymous friends who did the people interview, Megan ha- is denying uh, that she gave them permission to do that interview or that she asked them to do that interview, um, which was also a part of the male's uh, defense. <clears throat> and so... And Megan denied it uh, back then, too, when that article came out, the, the palace released a statement denying that Megan gave um, gave her friend permission to do to do that interview. Um, so. But I think even Omid Scobie um, was saying back then that, of course, Megan Megan knew about this and Megan gave her friend permission to do it. Um, I mean, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I do believe 
that Omid Scobie uh, was saying back then that um, Megan knew about her friends doing the people interview and that, you know, they basically they had her blessing to do it. Um, but Megan has already has always maintained that she didn't get permission for that story and that um, and even so and even now under, you know, the oath of the court. She's saying that she did not get permission for that. And um, I don't know. I, and so since Megan's um, Megan's uh, trial, Megan's uh, not her trial, her lawsuit is about, I believe, copyright infringement. It's just about the publishing of that letter. It's not about, um, you know, it's not about all of the negative stories that have been written. So I think, I think people think that it's about more than what it actually is. Her her lawsuit is actually pretty specific and you know I'm no lawyer I certainly I'm no lawyer here in the United States I certainly don't know anything about British law but everything that I've read um indicates that she will win just based specifically on the laws for you know not she didn't give permission for her letter to be printed and she has ownership of it so yeah so I think if if those uh, experts are right, then Megan um, is going to get a pretty easy victory here. So we'll see. We'll see next week what happens, um, what the judge says. And yeah, that's it. And we got little um, Archie's birthdays coming up. And I'm really salty. When I saw those pictures of um, Prince Louis the other day, I was so, I was like, oh, he's so adorable. And then I was like, oh, so salty that we probably won't be getting that for Archie. We definitely won't be getting him, getting pictures of him on Instagram. Um, maybe like, so Archie's birthday is on May 6th. Uh, and um and it's right in front of me i didn't remember it um <laughs> uh, <laughs> um and so his birthday is on may 6th and i know some people were speculating that maybe they'll they'll send pictures of him uh to like harper's bazaar or people magazine or something like that but i don't know they, if they do they're going to get a ton of criticism for that because people have decided, like, even though Harry and Meghan have not really talked about, you know, they've not talked about um, privacy in the way that people keep saying. Like, people act like they just, they want to be, like, secluded and they don't want, they don't want to be in front of the press or they don't want to be in the public at all. Um, and my understanding has, has never been that. I've never, like, they're, literally their privacy um, had been invaded by the press. They had, like, a drone come and take pictures of their house that was in the Cotswolds, so they had to move. Um, so that's how their privacy has been invaded. But I, they've never had a problem um, engaging with the press or the public. So, um, but most people 
because of the way the tabloids have written about it, believe that Harry and Meghan just want to be like in solitude or something like that. So sending pictures of Archie out um, <laughs> to like people or something like that is going to be it's going to be interesting to see uh, it like if they did something like that. It's going to be interesting to see the response because I can see shit like <laughs> like they're just going to be. Like if they did something, if they did that, like people, they would just be on their ass. People would be on their asses like so hard. So we'll see. I'm salty that we won't get, that we probably won't get pictures of him. I really want to see you. I want to see one year old Archie, but whatever. And we, we haven't gotten paparazzi pictures of him either. Um, we never get paparazzi pictures of his face. Like we got Megan carrying him and he, he looks like he weighs a ton. Like he's almost as tall as Megan. <laughs> um, he looks almost as tall as Megan. Those, those paparazzi pictures that we got from, uh, when they were still in Canada. Uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a huge uh, baby, but, um, he's a big boy. Uh, anyway, hopefully fingers crossed, we get to see Archie some way, somehow. And, um, I'll probably do an episode before his birthday, though. Yeah, I'll definitely be doing an episode before his birthday. So we'll see what happens, you guys. That's it. I rambled on for a good amount of time. This this episode is almost an hour for no reason at all. Um, so I don't know. You can uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Stitcher. <clears throat> if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a five-star review. I would like more people to, um, you know, listen. Because you, you like my podcast, right? I don't know. I've gotten some reviews. You people are nice when you leave reviews. So leave me that five-star review and <clears throat> click on that subscribe button. Follow me on the socials, Sipping Royal Tea on Twitter. All of this stuff will be in the show... Um, in the show description so uh check there and um until the next episode everybody later